Hello, and welcome to My Life is a Sitcom. My name is Jasmine, and I'm your very unfortunate host, and in this episode, I am so freaking pissed at myself. So, last week, I failed to realize that I had a prime opportunity to post on one of the most beautiful national holidays, 420. I don't know how I missed this. I literally planned all of my podcasts ahead, okay? I was like looking at the dates and somehow I failed to comprehend in my noggin that April 20th was 420 and I could have made like a whole entire episode about like weed experiences and stuff that I had or at least like trippy stories. So in effort to make up for that, this is a belated 420 episode for everyone. I am still so upset that I did not post this last week and I offer y'all my sincerest apologies, but at the same time, I feel like this is a really good way for you to just like to have another reason to light one up, baby. So if you're listening to this and you smoke, go ahead, pause this real fast, go roll one up, pull out your little wax pen, take an edible, however you want to intake your cannabis go ahead and do so. I'll be right here waiting for you. Ew, that sounds like so creepy. Oh my god. I'll just be here when you get back. <laughs> all right. Are you all toasty? You all elevated? Are you a flying high? Are you a little cupcake baked to perfection? All right, enough of that. Let's let's just go ahead and get this started. So this first story begins, um, oh, also preface, I live in California. I, my friends and I were like over 21 at the time. So back in college, uh, I hate to admit this and just start the story off this way, but I was in a college acapella group. Yes, if you've seen Pitch Perfect, just like that, that's the fucking one. I literally made noises with my mouth. Yeah, I was that bitch. But um, there was one day where one of our rehearsals took place on 420. So at this point, I didn't really smoke that much, honestly. So I didn't particularly have like any like 420 plans or anything. Like I was just planning on, I don't know, living my life and then going to rehearsal like I normally did. But one of my best friends, Ivy, who was also in the acapella group with me, reached out to me and she was like, hey, do you have any 420 plans? Winky winky. And I was like, oh, well, honestly, no, but I'm not opposed to, you know, doing something like what do you have in mind? And they were like, oh, you know, one of my friends told me that she was going to get me this pack of edible peach gummy rings. And, you know, I was thinking that maybe if we take it early enough on the day on 420, then we would be, you know, sober enough by the time that we go to rehearsals that night. This just sounded like the perfect opportunity because I was like, okay, like I trust Ivy and they smoked a lot more than I did. So I was like, okay, like if anything, like it's a good idea that I'm getting high with Ivy because, you know, like she'll know more like what to do. She'll be more helpful and, you know, she, she'll she'll be more knowledgeable about this stuff. So it's the morning of 420. I meet up with Ivy and our other friend Oliver, who was also in the acapella group with us. And then we all end up walking over to this little park area because that's where Ivy's friend said that she would come and drop off the peach rings. So we're all just kind of chilling you know kind of like planning it out and ivy was like super into this she was like okay maybe we can take like two or three peach rings per person you know depending on the dosage or whatever and if we take it at around like 11 a.m you know i think that'll be perfect timing you know because it'll probably be in our system for about like five hours or so so then we'll be completely sober by the time it's 7 p.m and a rehearsal start and oliver was like oh okay well if you both are going to be taking like two or three then i might take like you know like four gummies or something like that because you know like i'm a bigger guy so it's probably not gonna like hit me as much and we were all like yeah 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 oh so as we're all just like giggling about this and planning everything out that's when ivy's friend comes over and she's just like oh hey guys like happy 420 are you ready for this experience and ivy was like yeah oh my gosh like do you have the rings and ivy's friend reaches into her bag and she pulls out 
one singular peach gummy ring in a little like clear wrapping and she was like here you go here's your ring and ivy was like is it just the one and their friend was like no dude you're only gonna need one like trust me like just cut this up into like four pieces and each of you take like a quarter of it like trust me that is all that you're gonna need and we were really skeptical we we're like okay wait like are we getting like bamboozled right now like are they trying to play us so she gives us the peach gummy ring we're all just kind of like staring at it in the center of us like okay like what do we do with this like i guess we should do what she said and just divide it into fourths so we cut it up and then each of us took like a little quadrant of it and we were like Ooh, all right anticlimactic now what so as we were waiting for it to kick in we all decided that we should like walk over to the beach because i mean how nice would it be to just spend the day like high on the beach you know so we're walking over to the beach everything's normal and then suddenly as i'm staring ahead i feel it kick in <laughs> this shit hit so hard i swear to god y'all literally like i was walking and i was like uh this doesn't feel like anything like i'm really kind of disappointed i was expecting some wild ride and then i don't even know how to describe it like it literally felt like i was like walking around in like a comic book or something like some guy was like biking by and i was like that man was not real that was just a cartoon character in my life like i am timmy from fairly odd parents and i turned around to look at ivy and i was about to ask them like dude do you feel it but <laughs> They did not even have to answer me. I literally just like looked at her face and I could tell that she was like <laughs> feeling it so intensely. I think it was Oliver who was like the last one to feel it because like Ivy and I were just on some other shit at this point. And we felt kind of bad because like he couldn't feel it yet. But literally five minutes later, like he was like, oh shit. Whoa. Yeah, I feel it. So at this point, like we're already on the beach and oh my God, this was just like the best feeling ever. I took off my shoes. And I could literally feel like each grain of sand under my foot. Like it felt so nice, so warm. I just like walked over to the water and the ocean was just icy cold. And this is where I just had like a ridiculous change of perception. As I was looking at the rocks, I was like, holy shit, these rocks are so small. And then I just thought about like all the other things in the world that are so small. I was like, whoa, ants? are like ridiculously small snails oh my god like they're so small birds holy shit and i just started thinking about like so many things that are just like really fucking tiny and i was like how must i look to them i'm a giant and i started freaking out because like the more that i looked down the taller i felt like i as i was looking down on my feet like i felt my whole body just like stretch upwards towards the sky like towards the heavens and i was like i am humongous also keep in mind that I'm literally 5'2". <laughs> so I'm just having this whole crisis like wow we really are just these giants walking around on this earth like we create these massive homes for ourselves to live in like we really just step on so many things like throughout our day without even realizing it because we're just so humongous and i look over at ivy and oliver to like check in on them oliver is just like prancing around on his own somewhere like out into the ocean and i was like sick dude yeah just just follow your heart and ivy waddles up to me and she's like dude and i was like i know we're huge and she was like what no dude we're Disney princesses. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck do you mean? And she was like, 
you're a Disney princess. I'm a Disney princess. We were literally just having such different experiences. I really wish that y'all could feel the way. Oh, you know what? I hope that you are currently feeling the way that I was feeling back then. All right, take another hit, why don't you? This is your, your hit check. So I don't even know how much time has passed. I really don't think it was even that long. Like I, it felt like hours, but I'm pretty sure it was only like 20 minutes or something that we were there on the beach and I have no idea whose idea this was but I think we all collectively agreed like it was time to go home or something because <laughs> we were just like on a different level like I, we did not expect this shit to hit as hard as it did because again it was like a quarter of one peach ring like you wouldn't think that it would hit you this hard but we were like soaring so it's our time to pack up our stuff and like go up the stairs and oh my god when I tell y'all that this was the longest moment of my life. Each time I raised my leg and put it down on the step in front of me, it literally felt like an hour had passed and there were a lot of steps. My leg felt so damn heavy, especially with the perception that I was a giant. I was like, oh my god, like my leg weighs literally over a ton. Like how am I going to get myself to get up these stairs? Like I'm, I'm huge. So again, I'm pretty sure this process took like five minutes max, but I almost started like crying because I was like, I cannot believe that I have to get myself to climb up this massive hill of stairs. It was agonizing. It was such torture. But somehow we did it. And we all started walking and we had to split up at some point because Oliver lived in the opposite direction that Ivy and I lived. Um, and we were like really worried about him because he seemed like the most fucked up out of all of us. <laughs> Which is funny because like Oliver was like a six foot two man. Like we thought that like he like biologically would be able to like intake more weed than like we could. But like, I guess not. So Oliver goes home, Ivy and I go home. And then I woke up to my alarm to go to rehearsal. Y'all, I was still so fucking high when I woke up. I don't know if you've ever had this experience where you're like, oh my god, like I'm really high or really drunk or whatever. Let me take a nap and wake up and I'll be fine. You wake up and you're still fucked up. Horrible feeling. Terrible. I was like, why did I even sleep? This just made it like so much worse. And I text Ivy and I was like, bro, are you still high? And they were like, yeah, are you still high? And I was like, oh god. But we were like, we can't fucking skip rehearsal today of all days. Like, they're gonna know exactly why we skipped. And like, how unprofessional is that, you know? To text and be like, oh, can't come to rehearsal. Like, I'm high on 420. Like, that's so fucking embarrassing and rude. So we end up going to rehearsal and we look around and we realize, holy fuck, where is Oliver? So we FaceTime Oliver and we're like, hey, buddy, where the fuck are you? Because like, we're at rehearsal. And he was like, I'm not coming. I can't do this. I'm still so freaking high. Like, I literally cannot move. Like, my body is refusing. And we were like, you weak fuck. We literally dragged our asses out of our beds and showed up here because we all agreed that, like, we weren't gonna miss rehearsal for this because that would be irresponsible. And he was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm not coming. And as if we were not punished enough by the uphill battle that was the stairs, our president then announces, all right, y'all, we're going to be focusing on choreography today. Movement, especially sharply choreographed movement while singing, is like the worst fucking thing to do when you're high. Like, holy shit. It was so hard, but somehow we did it. And like, Ivy and I kept on like making eye contact with each other throughout the rehearsal. And like, we just, we could not speak. We could not make a sound, okay? We were usually so talkative during rehearsal. And like, it was so bad that it was to the point where like our music director was like, why is rehearsal so quiet today? <laughs> and then one of the members is like, it's because Jasmine and Ivy are high. <laughs> Not gonna lie, 
I thought that I was being slick as fuck. I was like, no one here knows that I'm high. Everyone thinks that I'm moving with such grace and elegance. <laughs> but apparently like everyone fucking knew like from the moment that we walked in that we were just like not okay. So yeah, <laughs> that is my personal favorite 420 story. Like <laughs> obviously I would like never pressure anyone who just isn't down to smoke to smoke, but like it was just a really good time. Like if you're down to try it, I feel like you should try it with like someone who you trust yeah <laughs> i don't know if there's like a lesson here i just i just really like that story anyway now to the meatiest part of what i wanted to talk about today so i do want to give a little bit of a content warning before i continue so for the rest of this podcast i'm gonna be telling y'all a story about kind of a spooky experience that i had and so i will be mentioning topics that include spirits and ghosts i guess what you could call mediumship so like talking to people who have passed away and also a brief mention of kind of violent imagery so especially if you're kind of prone to like existential crises or like prone to paranoia when you're high like i would kind of advise against listening to the rest of this podcast but if topics around spirituality and like the afterlife and stuff like that really piques your interest then you're in for a wild ride if this is where your listening ends for this episode thank you so much for tuning in i hope to catch y'all next week for those of you still listening and perhaps still smoking take a hit my friends and uh <laughs> prepare yourselves now, this story might sound a little bit out there for some of y'all. Okay, like, I don't know what all of your opinions are on, like, spirituality, on ghosts, on spirits, on the afterlife, whatever, but I believe in it a hundred percent. Like, I don't know, I feel like this universe is way too expansive and just freaking weird for us to really just believe that we are the only forms of life that exist. I believe in souls, I believe in spirits, I believe in like a sort of like grander form of existence. I don't know what it looks like, I don't know if there is one god, multiple gods, no god, like I don't know what's going on there, like I just know that this is only one sliver of what goes on in this universe. So let's get into it. So this story also takes place back when I was in college. My apartment at the time had kind of like this really cute rooftop sort of area that the residents can go to um, and it had like a really cute view and whatever. So I would usually go up there and do like some stretches and stuff in the morning and maybe some meditation. So I feel like lately, you know, like when you go on Twitter, when you go on TikTok, there's like this whole entire like new age form of spirituality, which like y'all can keep your opinions on it but for me i really just see this as like a super whitewashed form of spirituality where people tend to just like cherry pick parts of hinduism parts of buddhism um etc just to like make this mishmash of what people call spirituality a lot of white spiritualists are appropriating a lot of different practices that actually hold deep significance to other people through their religion through their cultures and they are capitalizing off of these things because like they can! So anyway, I basically came across like one of these posts that was like, your chakras are out of line, so listen to me, <laughs> Becky Smith, and I'll teach you how to align them. So this post was basically advising people to sit down, to really clear their mind, and start meditating on the different chakras going upward. So they advised to start at the base of the spine, and they advised for everyone to just continue up throughout the rest of the chakras until you reach the crown chakra, and at that point you're supposed to open yourself up 
to any messages from the divine and to just completely align yourself with both the earth and with the universe. This sounded super interesting to me because I was like, all right, like I do believe in the afterlife. Like I do believe in communicating with spirits. Like this is something that I had done before, but that hadn't really like come to me as much recently. So I was like really excited to just kind of like open things up and, you know, like potentially receive messages from beyond. So I climbed up to the roof of my apartment building. I did my yoga as I usually did. And then to end it, I decided to meditate and do exactly what Becky fucking told me to do, which was sit down and focus on all of my pools of energy. I'm gonna tell y'all right here and right now, do not do this shit. After I finished doing this meditation, I started rolling up my yoga mat, you know, I was just about to like go about my day. And then I kept on seeing like these images of a sandal, some socks, and like a garden. <laughs> And when I say see, like, I don't mean like I physically was like seeing it in front of me. It's like, no, like, you know, when you like close your eyes and if I tell you like, think of an apple and then all of a sudden an apple like pops into your head, like it, it's like that, like I was like seeing it like that. It was like a recurring thought essentially. And I was like, huh, that's weird. Like sandals, socks, gardening stuff, eh, no significance to me, whatever. And then like pink lipstick popped up and I was like, all right, now I'm just like thinking of random things, like whatever, like, let me just go about my day. Once I went downstairs... I started feeling so weird. Have y'all ever been just so ridiculously dissociated? Like you literally feel like you're on autopilot. Like you're walking around and you're aware that you're walking, but you don't even feel like you're walking. It's like your limbs are moving, you're going through the motions, but like you're not there. That is how I felt for honestly, like the next two weeks. It was like I was in a dream. Like I didn't fully have autonomy of myself like everything that I was doing like I would like reach for my coffee mug and like pull it up and take a sip and I was like none of this is actually happening and those images in my mind just kept on repeating it was like flip-flops socks gardening tool floppy hat started like coming in like pink lipstick like it was it was really weird and then all of a sudden like I just got this urge of like go on a walk go outside go on a walk at sunset, go. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm so tired. Like, I don't want to go on a walk. But it was just like this push. Like, it literally, it felt like someone else was telling me like, get up and go. So I was like, fuck, like, okay, what am, I, what am I to do? Like, I guess I'll go on a walk at sunset. As I was outside, you know, like I was really trying to focus on like regrounding myself. And I was like, come on, like feel the ground. Like I'm stepping on the ground. Like I'm actually walking right now. But there was like nothing that I could do to make myself feel like I was actually in my body. So I was walking down like the usual route that I took to go on my walks. And out of nowhere, I see my friend Ivy. And I was like, holy fuck, what are the odds that I would literally like see you here? And she was like, oh my god, hey, like what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm going on a walk right now. Like, what are you doing? And she was like, oh, I just came back from a walk. Like, I just wanted to go see the sunset and then come back. And I was like, I know you're finishing up your walk, but do you want to walk with me? Because I am like going through it right now. <laughs> so she came with me on my walk and I almost started like crying to her like I swear y'all like I was like shaking my teeth were like chattering and not because of the cold like I was just like I felt like there was just so much like intense like energy like my chest was so tight and I was all shaky and jittery and even Ivy was like dude like are you good like you seem just like really scattered and all over the place right now and they tried to like give me some more like grounding exercises and stuff but I was like I literally cannot do this like I'm not here right now I, I I'm sorry like I can't so as we're walking down the street 
we passed by this one house and like as soon as we stepped like next to it the people in the house started blasting sunday morning by maroon 5 and for some reason this just felt like so significant i just like couldn't get it out of my head i was like sunday morning sunday morning sunday morning sunday it was just like repeating in my mind and i was like what the fuck like why is this so like important so now it was like sunday morning sandals socks floppy hat pink lipstick garden and it was just on repeat in my head and i was like i fucking hate this so much so we parted ways and i just started like wandering towards campus so my friend leslie kind of like popped into my mind and i was like oh wow like i haven't really talked to them in like a little while like i wonder how they're doing and so i texted them like just to see what's up to see if like they wanted to catch up or something and they texted me back and they were like oh my god i literally was just gonna ask if you wanted to call so we called each other and they were just kind of like checking in everything was fine but then they were like hey friend like are you doing okay you, you seem kind of off you know like I, I don't know i can't really like place it like is everything okay and i was like honestly I'm really fucking overwhelmed and I basically just started telling them like everything that I was experiencing and they're also like super into spirituality so I knew that like this wouldn't be a topic that would really like throw them off or anything like they had experienced very similar even like worse things than I have. So after I like told Leslie about like everything that I had been experiencing that day they kind of went quiet and I was like you good like is what's going on and they were like not to sound weird but I think you're describing a family member of mine who had passed away. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? What the f- are you kidding me? Like, what do you- what do you mean? Elaborate, please. And they were like, well, you know, you're describing sandals and socks and like a floppy hat and like everything that you're saying is exactly what reminds me of like a relative of mine who had passed away like he used to work in his garden we would always make fun of the fact that he had like socks and sandals like he always wore like a little floppy hat and stuff when he tended to his garden and his name translates to sunday which is probably why you were hearing the song sunday morning what the fuck what the fuck at this point i was like tripping out i was like holy fuck but it all like made sense like as they were explaining it to me like it just felt like yes that's it that's correct like all of this was like resonating really hard so i started walking back to my house at that point and i look at my phone and it says like leslie is trying to facetime you and i was like oh okay like i guess i wanted to transition to like facetiming so i picked up and i was like oh hey and then they were like oh 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 yeah oh sorry yeah yeah, yeah. we can facetime sorry i didn't realize you were trying to do that and I was like, <laughs> what? No, you, you FaceTime me. And they're like, no, 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 you, you would just try to FaceTime me. Apparently, neither of us had clicked the FaceTime button, but somehow, like, our phones just made us FaceTime each other. As if this day wasn't fucking creepy enough. I personally do believe that spirits and ghosts can interfere with electronics. I think that's, like, one of, like, the easiest mediums for them to be able to communicate, you know, like, through, like, radio waves or through, like phones through lights like electricity anything like that like i think that that's like a way for spirits to like send messages across so like this was spooky but i also like was not surprised so we talked for a little bit longer and i basically was just telling them like how to communicate with their family members more so so that they don't feel the need to like come to me and try to deliver messages this way because that's like fucking overwhelming and i don't i don't like it okay that is not my vibe like no shoot unless i give you like direct permission to come speak to me you do not come speak to me and just 
like bombard me with messages like no who are you but at the same time i realized by doing that freaking chakra medica medication yeah medication by doing that chakra meditation I had like literally explicitly opened up myself to any and all messages. So like, yeah, it was like my fault, but also I really did not think that this would happen. But again, this is why you should always do your research and do not appropriate other people's practices, especially if you have no fucking knowledge about it and just read something on Twitter. Ugh. So our conversation ended. I ended up going back home and I just had like the fattest headache at this point. I was like dizzy, nauseous, like it was getting way too overwhelming. And I did not know how to get the spirit to just like get off of me and like leave me the fuck alone for any spiritual people that are currently listening okay if y'all have like experienced this too of like a ghost like attaching themselves to you or however you want to refer to this as always make your boundaries very clear explicitly say that you do not want anyone to be attaching themselves to you anyone near you anyone sending you messages I'm sorry if this sounds like so woo to some of you, <laughs> but like this is what I believe in. This has been like my experience and maybe there's other explanations for things, but this is just like what I have found helpful like in my life when I, I feel this way. But yeah, so basically like I got some advice from my mom and I like sat down in my little closet and I just started like talking okay this was another thing that i did wrong i was like way too nice about it i was like thank you so much like i'm really honored that like you trusted me enough to like speak through me in this way like i like thank you for these messages and then i was about to say but you need to leave now and as soon as i was gonna say that content warning this is where it shows a little bit of like violent imagery but when i was closing my eyes i literally just like like a jump scare just saw like an image of like a woman with like a gigantic like gash in her eye like it was a hole in her eye and it was just bleeding and she was trying to cover it and like it just wasn't working and i was like oh my god get out like get out get out i that is where i draw the line i'm like scared as fuck of blood and like things like that like do not show me this shit like no but then i kept trying to say like no get the fuck out of my house and like it just was not working like i was trying so hard so it just got to the point where i really needed to like collect myself and be like I am living, you are dead, this is my reality, my experiences, you get the fuck out of my house, you get the fuck away from me, and I, like, was talking really directly to, like, my spirit guides and to, like, my family members who have passed, and I was just like, everyone, please protect me right now, because, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, and I hate this, and, like, I just want to feel normal again. So after I did that, I, like, immediately just felt so, like, light. I really felt like the presence had just left and all of a sudden I was like alone again. And I was like, oh, thank God, thank God. But that was not the end of it. Oh my God. So for the next like, honestly, two weeks, I just was living as if I was not in my body. Like anything that I was doing, like I felt like I was not actually doing. Like I literally felt like I was just watching some POV movie of someone else doing it. Eventually, this feeling went away. Eventually, like, everything was fine. It was just a wild time, okay? Like, this was just, like, a really fucking, like, honestly, like, scary point of time. Like, I, I thought that I would be stuck like this forever. Like, I thought that, like, oh, and I was also like really thrown off by my sense of reality like i would look around and like anytime anyone would like move or just like say things to me or anything i was like 
this is not real it felt like at any moment like everything around me would just like dissipate and then i would be back to like wherever our origin is like as souls you know like i would go meet god again or just like be taken like into i don't know some other realm and like the secret was exposed i was like this is how am i supposed to like continue on with my life knowing that everything around me is false it was just all kinds of fucked up it was so weird and i'm so grateful that like i was able to like collect myself and like you know pull myself back down so yeah i hope y'all are high as fuck right now listening to this story <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed this really weird experience that I had. I hope that it doesn't like scare you or throw you off or make you think that I'm like not okay. Like <laughs> whether or not you believe in anything that I just said, that was my experience. That's just how I felt at the time. That's what I was going through. Like maybe there is some sort of explanation to it all, you know? Like maybe this was just like a whole like anxiety thing with like a series of coincidences, like a prolonged panic attack, you know? Like who knows? But to me, like, it really did feel like I had an unwanted presence, like, attached to me, trying so hard to, like, communicate things to me, and it was just completely ungrounding. So, yeah. Thank you so much for joining me on this belated 420 episode. I hope y'all are high as fuck right now, contemplating your existence in a good, healthy, non-paranoid way. I would love to hear everyone's thoughts about this. If you think that I'm lying, if you've had an experience like mine too that you want to share, if you have like a different explanation, like any and all opinions and stuff are welcome. Feel free to follow me on Twitter and TikTok. The links to those are going to be in the description of this podcast. And be sure to take another hit for me if you wanna. I feel like I said this phrase a lot. Don't get like too fucked up. My name is Jasmine and my life is a paranormal psychological thriller thing. Thanks so much, y'all. My name is Jasmine and my life is a sitcom.